I am so glad that I am a child of God. I am glad that someone took the time and shared Jesus with me and explained to me that I can become a child of God. Explained to me that I was a sinner that need to be saved and that Jesus died on the cross for my sins so that I can have salvation. I may not have understood it all when it was explained, but I believed it. And day by day, God has proven it to be true. We are looking at this matter of prayer, a very essential part of the believer that is communicating with God. Thomas Darcy, in his song, Precious Lord, Take My Hand, he said, when my way grows drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my strength is almost gone, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. We are learning day by day what's all involved in this model prayer found in Matthew 6. As believers, I remind you that we still sin and since we sin, we need forgiveness. And he taught his disciples the plea for forgiveness. Asking forgiveness implies confession. John tells us if we confess our sin. Yes, you know, many times we can have our sins forgiven every time, but many times we are not willing to confess our sin. And while we think that our sins are forgiven without confessing, we are making a mistake. He said, if we confess, that's on the condition. If we confess. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Sin that is not confessed cannot be forgiven. To confess is to basically to agree to our with. Pride keeps us away from confessing our sin. To prosper is to confess. But at times we pray and ask God to prosper us. And God has already laid down in his word how that can be done. In Proverbs 28, 13, the scripture says, He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. But whosoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. The prerequisite for receiving forgiveness. He said, as we forgive our debtors. Now to be forgiven, you and I must forgive. If you have been forgiven, then you and I must forgive. If we are forgiven, then we are forgiven. Unforgiveness, when it is not done, stands as a barrier of God's forgiveness. Unforgiveness, keeps one in prison to the person we fail to forgive. It interferes with the peace of God, 
It interferes with happiness, satisfaction, and the proper function of the Holy Spirit in that life. We must always listen to the words of the psalmist in Psalms 66 and verse 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. There are many today who have been offended by others. Others done wrong to them. And they find it so hard to forgive. I remember I was witnessing to an older lady some years ago and I was talking to her. And she made me to understand that someone did her something and she would never forgive that someone. And I took the word of God and showed her from the word of God. You know, if we forgive men their trespasses, our heavenly father will forgive us. But if we do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will our heavenly father forgive us. And there are many today who are just walking around with people up in their hearts. Yes, they may have done us wrong, but there should be no room in our hearts to carry such. Forgive that person. The truth of the matter is, you have locked yourself in prison by not forgiving that person. We must always remember the words of the psalmist if we regard iniquity in our hearts, the Lord will not hear us. And I know that you want God to hear you when you pray. And for God to hear you when you pray, your heart must be clean. Where there is sin, even the sin of unforgiveness, there will be chastening by the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 to 13, And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faith when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much more rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chasing us after their own pleasure. But he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them, which are exercised thereby. Wherefore, lift up your hands, which hang down, and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet lest that which is lame be torn out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Nothing in the life of the believer is more important than forgiveness. And then in this prayer, we notice protection, protecting us from temptation. He said in verse number 13, chapter 6 of Matthew, And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. It is not God who tempts his children. In James chapter number 1, verse 13 to 17, he said, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempt he in a man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away with his own lust and enticed. We are tempted when we are drawn away from God with our own lust and with our enticement. Then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it's finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, which home there is no variableness. We should ask God to guide us, and as he guides, we should not seek to get out of his will and to be in his will. We should always seek to be in his will. We should always be committed to his word. James and the psalmist gives us the answer to this. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Many of us want Satan to flee from us, but we are not willing to submit to God. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. We should pray and ask God to deliver us from evil. Naturally, the only one that can deliver us from such is the Lord. The greatest evil we need to be delivered from is the evil in our hearts. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. We must first make sure our sins are all forgiven before we begin to look at others. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rehab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse is Matthew chapter number one and verse number five. I trust that as we come next morning and we look at the, the preeminence that we can go back to Matthew 6 and verse 13 and learn a little bit from there. Father, thank you so much for what we have learned. We pray that you'll help us, Lord, to keep these things before us and be ever mindful. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. Please share with a friend.